Welcome home. Welcome back. Happy Friday. Welcome to another episode of Miss Congeniality. I missed you guys. We have a guest today, but I figured we would still do updates and still chat because I know that you guys like that and I also like it. And I feel like when I don't, then we have to go weeks without talking to each other and it drives me just crazy. But we have an amazing guest today, Molly Diamato. She is a TikToker, Instagram girly, influencer extraordinaire. She is a fashion girly, and I've always loved her true commitment to being herself and embracing herself. She's a model, and we talk about all things like body neutrality and being comfortable in your own body and weight fluctuation and fashion and modeling and, you know, the New York City scene and everything and I thought it was just a really good conversation. We have a really similar brain so I feel like we were just you know talking for 45 minutes straight at each other but it was like excitable and sweet and I think she has some really great insights and things to say. As always if you guys have a recommendation for a guest please let me know but I love this week's interview and I think you'll have a lot of fun listening because it's more like a conversation which is definitely what I try to make my interviews feel like. I got back from Chicago this week. I had a great time. I love Chicago. Honestly, like people are wanting me to like do, you know, the Chicago Soul Cycle video, like POV. And I'm like, while I would and I could, I just like I don't know. Chicago to me is just like a sweet, nice place. Like I don't I don't find that there's much to drag about it. But like maybe you guys feel differently if you're from there. But also I feel like I'm always in a great mood when I'm there because I'm always visiting my best friend. Um, and it was her 25th birthday in November and her birthday gift was I flew there and I got us like a one night stay at the Ritz and we just put on bathrobes and ordered Thai food and got pints of ice cream and watched Love Island, which is what we used to do all the time in college. I'm not the biggest Love Island girl because I feel like I get a little bit I don't know what the word is for it, like bored. Pretty much I'll just end up like, I love Love Island and I'll love watching it and then I'll get bored and just need to skip to the recouplings, like watch a little bit of an episode if something big happens, but the filler episodes where like nothing is happening, but they're just like developing relationships, like my ADD can't handle. But we watched the US Love Island season one, pretty good. I prefer UK though. Um, Speaking of things I've watched, I also saw Your Place or Mine, the new Netflix movie with Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher. I really liked it. It's directed and written by a woman, which I think is awesome. It's so sweet. And I thought it was really funny. And I just love to see the two of them in a rom-com together. Like, also, I feel like, you know, she's been in the rom-com circuit for so long. Both of them have. That it's nice to see them, like, age with it. Um, And I fucking love Reese Witherspoon. She's just, like, a ray of light and sunshine. Like, her and Drew Barrymore really are my top two. So I highly recommend that. Also, my director friend and creative collaborator Jonah has his movie coming out at midnight. So the same time this podcast comes out. It's called At Midnight. And it's going on Paramount+. Plus. And it should be incredible. Diego Bonetta's in it. And I'm so excited to see Jonah's work. He's incredibly talented. So definitely check that out. Those are two movies for your weekend. Also, guys, You is finally back. You season four. Mm. Oh my God, my favorite fucking show. It's not like my favorite show because it's not a comfort show for me, but it's like I have not been this excited for a new season to come out. I will not feel this way about Euphoria. I will not feel this way about anything else. This though, this is getting me going. Like I'm pumped as hell. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Here's the thing about me. If Joe was like come in the box, like I would go in the box. Like I'm a dumb bitch and he's my type. I can't stress it enough. Like I fucking love this television show. I'm so happy. It's out right now while I'm recording this updates and I can't watch it because I would never watch without my boyfriend. He would kill me. But like (laughs) I'm so excited. Okay. 
Also, other things. I wanted to say I'm really – I'm going to host an event in New York City. It's just that February is a mess. I leave on the 26th for L.A., and I'm in L.A. and Seattle for a week, and then I'm in Miami with my boyfriends um, for a work trip, and then I'm going straight from Miami back to Chicago to speak at Northwestern, so I'll be on from New York for two weeks. So think March, hopefully. Uh, my brother's birthday's in March. March is a good month. I'm excited. So I'm luckily here for like a bunch of important things that I have to be here for, but the traveling, it's kind of giving me anxiety, but my mom's coming with me. I'm really excited. I'm going to try to convince her to record a podcast with me out there. So we'll see how it goes. But a lot of you have been asking me, I just think wintertime is a time of like a lot of um, nostalgia and also loneliness. And a lot of you have been asking me like how to make new friends in a new city. Please, I haven't mentioned it in a while, join my Facebook group and the Geneva chat. Both of them are linked in the bios of my Instagram and TikTok. The Geneva chat has a bunch of different sections. It has like different cities and it has like a book section and theater and like all different things. Like I've made so many different sections. So if you want to join that, it would be really awesome and I think you'll find your city there and if you don't find your city there let me know and I'll make another one um so that's really exciting and then the Facebook group as well if you just are looking for friends a lot of people found their roommates on there I think it's a really good safe space so join those I'll let you into them I think anyone can join the Geneva but my Facebook group you have to be let into but once I get a bunch of new people wanting to come in I'll let everybody in um so I'm really excited for you guys to explore those if you haven't like I've met a lot of people who have met their roommates and best friends and it's just really exciting. Other things I like randomly wanted to talk about, I have been loving Glennon Doyle's podcast. Um, my best friend Rachel mentioned one of the episodes to me that I should listen to that she really found to be really like enlightening and I listened to it and it was amazing. Um, but all of her recent episodes are so good. I just think her voice is really calming. It's something nice to listen to. So highly recommend, can't recommend enough. Also, I'm going to do a giveaway of Taylor Swift tickets on my um podcast instagram but i need people to follow my podcast instagram like let's get that shit up to 10k come on guys like i'm gonna do the giveaway someone's gonna win taylor swift tickets but lo and behold um we need those followers so that was random but that that's a thing that's gonna happen also, I went shopping yesterday to find something to wear to a New York Fashion Week event that I have today at And Other Stories, and it was so fucking nice and cute, and Rachel also recommended that. As you can see, she's way cooler than me and has great recommendations. I love her, and I got this amazing jacket, but if you haven't looked into it, I think it's really nice. I mean, it's definitely pricey, but I feel like for the quality of the clothes, it's not that pricey, but still like on the pricier end. Like It's not cheap, but it's also not cheaply made, which is nice. Um, Oh, and then the one other thing I want to talk to you guys about was the Beyonce tickets. Like, listen, I now feel for the Swifties because I didn't do pre-sale for Taylor Swift tickets. And I got verified fan for Beyonce tickets. And I was out when I was supposed to log in at 4 p.m. with my link they sent me. And I was out and I was not getting in. Like, I wasn't able to get in. Not on the Ticketmaster app, not on the website. Like, nothing. It kept bouncing. It kept bouncing. And then finally, I got home and... I got in and I was like number 2000 in the queue and I was like oh my god I all of a sudden felt like a Swifty I was like guys like I get what you went through but then I was trying to use um somebody else's city card because I don't have one and I had to keep calling them being like you have to verify the purchase and it was so it was just so intense I got them um definitely balled out a little bit I'm bringing my brother he really wanted to go and Beyonce's his favorite it's mutually our favorite Beyonce and Lady Gaga so I got them <laughs> and that's like the best update that I've ever had in my life to tell you um also think she got gypped at the Grammys I think we can I think most of us align on that I think people this is a thing that I just wanted to mention like people tend to not realize that 
like the the recording academy or in the Oscars case like the um the academy and then like in the Tony's case like Tony voters these people are all industry people and industry professionals and producers and like essentially it's like a jury of your peers kind of vibe and so when people get all hot and heated about like artists that they wanting wanted to win not winning and then they're like and they had the mo- they had the best charts and everything it's like you have to remember that like the public did not decide this like literally the recording academy which is made up of like producers and like peers of the artists which is kind of shitty but i also think like if we made it if we made the awards based on who was the most popular like who had the best charts there'd be no point of an award show because we, we already have charts we could just look at the charts and if we did like a people's choice there are award shows that do that i think that there's like reform that needs to be done for sure like 100 percent um but i also think people don't realize like it is like kind of corrupt like and like low-key biased um but yeah so i was i don't want to say i was disappointed because i'm happy for anybody who gets to take home an award but like i was rooting for bad bunny beyonce sweep at the grammys that i didn't i i was disappointed um but i know the harry fans are excited and i don't want to yuck anyone's yum also I did love the outfit that he wore to accept the award, and I loved the sambas he was wearing. I feel like everyone's jumping on the samba train these days. I don't have any Adidas sneakers. I used to in college, and then they were kind of like my frat shoes, but they weren't sambas. They were the other ones. The Sam Smith, Stan Smith. It's not Sam Smith, is it? See, I don't know. I'm kind of more of a Converse girly myself. But anyway, yeah, I don't have much of a Grammys recap to go over with you guys. I feel like not much really happened I'm so happy for Lizzo, so happy for Beyonce for her award, so happy for Bad Bunny, Taylor Swift, like, just love to see all the peeps out and about, um, Taylor Swift looked like she was having beyond fun, like, just so much fucking fun, which I loved. Okay, also, I want to put it in, um, I want to put it live on air, I think she's gonna open, she being Brianna, (laughs) my brain is going bing, 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 bong, I think she's gonna open the Super Bowl halftime performance with, please don't stop the music, and then there's going to be like a, a like a bam. Please don't stop the music. Bam. Do you know what I mean? And then she's going to have a sickening entrance. The entrance is going to give some kind of combination between Katy Perry riding in on that thing and being like, used to bite my tongue and hold my breath. And Lady Gaga saying, I think she said part of the Pledge of Allegiance. And then she jumped off the top of the stadium and like came in like on a harness like from the sky. I think it's going to give that. Or Beyonce's. Oh my god, they're all so good. I'm going to go watch them right now. They bring me so much joy, guys. I'm really excited for the Super Bowl. I'm going home for it. And then next week's Valentine's Day. A lot of you guys asked what we're doing. Nothing major. I'm going to cook dinner on the 14th and I'm going to make it all like heart-themed and cute and cheesy. And then we're celebrating our anniversary out to dinner on the 13th, which I don't know where we're going yet, but I'm really excited. I don't know what I'm wearing, but we'll figure it out. Um, you guys, will you guys be my Valentine also? Like I forgot to ask, but I hope you say yes. (laughs) Okay, guys, without further ado, we're going to get into this week's episode. I am so fucking excited about this. Molly is so incredible. You guys got to follow her on TikTok, got to follow her on Instagram, keep up with her. Ever since I first laid eyes on her, like she just broke through my for you page in, in, on a for you page where everything seemed so similar and like homogeneous and like the same. She just was like colorful and bright and sunny and like just this different energy that I really respect and I absolutely adore her and I think you're gonna love the episode with her as always I love you guys so much be kind to yourselves drink water watch Super Bowl halftime performance and have a great week
Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. I am so excited, as you guys know, for the guest this week. I have been a longtime follower, longtime fan, <laughs> and I just think you have so much valuable insight and such an interesting perspective on specifically the fashion industry, but the world at large. Um, as we know, I'm like not a fashion girly, and so I think we have lots to discuss. I do not agree. I do not agree. You're just coming to your fashion like journey. It's only yeah. a journey. It's not like a... I think like, and honestly don't want to talk about myself before I ask you a question. <laughs> I think like I have this thing where getting dressed has always been hard for me because of my like personal relationship to my body. Yeah. And I think one of the things that people like give me hate over the most or like not even like it's not criticism. It's just like blatant hate is like they hate the way I dress, which like I just yeah. think it's so tough. I think it's the same thing as I was talking about this on TikTok yesterday. But like when someone says they hate certain art, I just think it's not possible I because agree. it's like subjective. Like some people have we all have different style, but styles all subjective. Like that's why there's no such thing as like best dress list. That's what I'm saying. Like I was yeah. just, I was watching a TikTok the other day. I don't remember who was by. It doesn't matter. Um, but they were like doing a try like a you know like a try on haul like yeah like that. and they're like oh this like making fun of the pattern and i'm like dude you're showing me the picture it's the same pattern yeah Stop. like first of all i liked it so yeah it's not ugly you're saying yeah. it's ugly like no, it's not ugly it's just like i also think it's just it, not for you it's totally okay to be like i don't like that like i did a little like grammys recap and mm. my favorite thing about doing that is that there's yeah. so many comments being like actually i hated what taylor swift wore it wasn't my favorite or being like actually i thought that one that you didn't like slayed i'm like that's discourse that's great it shows that we all have our own tastes and styles yeah but it drives me crazy when then people are like your style is so ugly and bad like there's no such thing as right? bad style you have to think of the context it's in like yeah was it you who was talking about the grime style and you talked about Kelsey Ballerini? Yeah. And you said it was prom core, but the country girls always serve that. And it's darling. I agree. And it's just also like, just like, I'm so down for people not liking things. Yeah. We're all allowed to do that. But being like your, your style is ugly and your outfits suck is just like mean no and like or it's like it's not for me. Once you like stop thinking like that, you get to enjoy so many more things. Like yeah. I realize now like I my favorite thing to wear is things that like kind of make me laugh. Like, yeah, I like things that are a little tacky, a little funny. No, like a because little I like to smile yeah. and like no, like these like, boots. Like these boots, I loved because they were like. If you guys are listening, clown. she's wearing yeah. like a cowboy boot and it's pink with like some flowers. They're the Jill boot from Circus New York. I love them. <laughs> no, the thing is, I completely agree with you. And I think the other thing that bothers me is a lot of times I'll put on an outfit and people will say it's so ugly and my style sucks. And I just know that like, and you know what? I'm pretty adjacent to the beauty standard, so I don't have that much ground to stand on. But I just know if I was one of those girlies oh, yeah. who's 5'7 and skinny as a rail and blonde and has the ideal American beauty standard yeah. face, because yes, I, I'm a afforded so many privileges by the way that I look but I just know that people wouldn't call it ugly on someone else yeah and it drives me crazy because I'm like I could literally if she wore that outfit like and we love many of the fashion girlies of New York that do fit the beauty standard perfectly but I know if they wore the outfits that people are calling ugly on me people would be like slay you look so good that's girl. what I'm saying and like once honestly like that's how I dress and in my head I'm like I just tell myself I am Bella Hadid yeah she's just another girl she's like, just another girlie she's just another girl who's just wearing what she wants and she has a stylist and so you know like, the guys, fuck she's what? not even picking that she also <laughs> does have I bet you she does have insecurities yes, and it's we so all do. crazy for me when people are like oh my god she can't possibly be insecure she's gorgeous about like some model or something and I'm like She's probably way more insecure than you think because of the way she's being yeah. consistently perceived. Yeah, like modeling is really because like that's I've something that has brought like content creation has also like brought with into my life, which I love. 
blah 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 thought i could never ever do it yeah i was like i'm not i don't look like bella hadid yeah but i'm like i don't care like i have bella hadid spirit so. yeah <laughs> yes you do also like, i don't care you're beautiful as well like we Thank can you. there's room for fucking all of us right like yeah and i'm like there's what like why would you i i'm just like over things being the same i'm like i'm just over i saw a tiktok the other day that was like guys get a fucking grip and that was the whole tiktok and i was like, like yeah i was like that's so true right it's like snaps you back into it because i'm like sooner, just, sooner or later we're all gonna look like freaking abnegation in the divergent movies I, like I, it's insane so <laughs> kind of just to backtrack because we got off track there but i love it um can you kind of like elevator pitch us tell us in your own words who you are because of course i gave the intro but i always like when people get the chance to be like this is who i am in my own words yeah okay so and like that's ooh, i'm like keep hitting this i'm the worst it probably won't make noise <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah this is like something i keep developing because i'm like i don't even know what i call myself but elevator pitch on me i went to school for business i've always been like a creative person fashion girly theater girly yeah i love it um as most i think influencers end up being yeah girlies on the inside um and then i moved to new york in 2017 to go to college okay. at fit for Amazing. fashion business because my whole life i was like i need to do the logistical thing and yeah get a business i was like theory. that too I yeah you went too. for music you went for theater and, and then it was like, like i gotta go for stuff. yeah yeah had to had to yeah because you're like i'm not good enough no, like, i was like i, I can't have make to, it as that yeah i was like i have to be a producer like because at least then I can be like around the things I love. Exactly. And then I was like, and on the side I'll hustle my writing. Exactly. But it's like the same concept. Right? And like we kind of just like circled back around because I did the same thing. I grew up loving fashion and theater. And I was I grew up doing theater my whole life, but not being like I don't sound like friggin' Renee Rapp. Like yeah. let's be real. Um but I always loved it. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna move to New York, go to school for fashion, I'll be around theater stuff too. Yeah. Boom um and i kind of just made my way back to there like yeah so now i'm just doing influencing content creation that's the same thing modeling um anything i can get my hands on i just like to be creative and you do just a like bunch of to like do a bunch of different things which i love yeah. and it's so fun so i wanted to talk a little bit about modeling and kind of like how what it's been like working in the modeling industry and also like how modeling has altered your perception of self be it like because i think I was um, talking to someone the other day who was like um, used to do pageants and we were talking about perception and like the female, the consumption of the female body and how kind of prevalent that is in modeling and also in pageantry Mm -hmm. and also in social media spheres. And then like side by side with that, I listened to Emily Ratajkowski's podcast just because lately I've not been huge into listening music when I'm like walking and out and about. I like to listen to podcasts. I haven't either. I've been like, I've been starting to get into podcasts more. I'm like yeah. terrible at listening I or just, doing anything with audio. I like Amrata's because like I feel like I had this idea that she was like not smart or something, which is like a terribly sad thing. Listened. But she's really smart and she just talks also about like the consumption of the of the body and also yeah. like especially for her how she's profited off of her body, but like how she is like how she understands that. So I'm curious, sort of like your experience in the modeling industry so far, and kind of like how your perception of yourself and body has maybe shifted yeah so like i started well funny you bring up pageants i when i was a kid i did do oh my god i was like toddlers and tiaras girl love it i love it <laughs> not like as major but i definitely did do that and i loved it um you're like i dabbled i was yeah, there I was like and i mean i think it kind of makes sense hello yeah <laughs> no we love it yeah and so i started doing i started like modeling like actually like kind of seriously like in 2021 like once i moved back to new york after like covid and stuff um 
and at first I was really really anxious like yeah it was so hard I was just like literally the last shoot I did a week ago was the first time I felt like no like nervousness on a shoot yeah and it's what 2023 that's uh, two years it took me yeah um because i used to feel so anxious literally like i have terrible anxiety yeah (laughs) so like doing that together yeah yeah it's like not a very easy match but i'd be like oh if i don't do this next pose right like the photographer is literally gonna kick me off set like that's what my brain would tell me like all the time it's like not like in a haha cutesy way like literally just a gremlin in my brain all the time being like you're terrible you're terrible you're a phony and i'm like i'm not though yeah you're like (laughs) i'm fucking not no i'm not and so recently i've just kind of was like been like no like if i wasn't good like people wouldn't keep hiring me exactly and so i just kind of like i i I put myself in a different headspace and i feel like with it also i have become like kind of a little detached on my body yeah but for me, uh, that was good because okay. I'm also somebody who like gets very, I also have OCD, very obsessive about like my body and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I grew up a very like hairy girl, very sweaty girl. I didn't grow up fat. I yeah. grew up with a mom and a sister who were fat. And so that that's why I feel like my whole like outlook on things is very um, particular. Okay. In a good way. Yeah. I would assume. Yeah. Because I, I feel like I don't, I don't think I come off as someone who like hasn't been fat their whole life because I'm pretty knowledgeable about it yeah but it's because of like the women in my life who and the me. support and yeah. just like generally seeing bodies as neutral yeah and like celebrating that yeah and like it has it obviously has not been perfect and like i do have problems and like we yeah have problems but like it really like oh i just can't like drive it into everybody enough that like this is the one body you have and it is like pretty cool and sick yeah. and like it doesn't look like anybody else no so, like rock and roll with that it's also just like i've learned so much throughout my life how pretty normal weight fluctuation is yeah. and i definitely have had like severe weight fluctuation when i was dealing with my disordered eating but now that i'm healthy and like in a really good place i'm feeling really like happy and good and healthy and neutral about my body i feel like when weight fluctuation comes i don't have the same emotion to it that i once did it's kind of just like nothing yeah because like, i kind of treat my body as just a neutral thing like i'm completely neutral about it and then when i feel something about it i like unpack those feelings individually yeah. and i feel like that's really helped me because now when i do like gain a few pounds or whatever it's kind of just like okay like this is my neutral body that's mm-hmm. always been neutral that's not good or bad no matter what point that we're in and at the end of the day i'm just very lucky to have a body that's able to move and, and keeps me healthy and alive exactly and like truly like i can't express how like much also like if you think like you look ugly because you're fat or like because you gained weight and like you're like oh like my clothes don't fit da 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 um like i, I just encourage like evolving your tra- style and like yeah. trying new things because buy bigger bodies, pants buy bigger pants i can't new, fucking stress it enough right like try new styles like different Things do look different on different bodies. They don't look yes. good or better or worse. Things aren't flattering or different. They just a- accentuate different parts. And you just pick what you want to, like, show off and style. Like, you just got to style your body the way you want to style it. Like, curate it like it's an yeah. art exhibit. There's some quote from Cheryl Strad in one of her um, personal essays. And she says something like, she's like talking about like you're not a failure and it's like it's like this very poetic prosy thing like you're not a failure you're not failing at life you don't look ugly and then at the end of it she says you're not fat and then she says well you might be but it's not a bad thing 
and I think about that all the time. It like it really changed my outlook on life because it was showing this shift of people destroy themselves over this idea that fat is bad, fat is negative. And it's completely not. Like we made no. that up. I think about this all the time. The projection is just a descriptor. It's, it's just, just a fucking a descriptor. descriptor. <laughs> and that really changed my life. She goes, and it, you but you might be, and it's not a bad thing. And I was like, Yeah, Slay. and guess what? Guess what? It's could be a good thing. It could be a it's great thing. It's probably a good yeah. thing. Like, you're healthy, you're living, like you look great. Yeah. So like I oh it's just so crazy like I, I it's hard for me to tap back into that like insecurity sometimes Slay. which is crazy yeah you're crazy like i'm on the other side you're like i'm high on life bitch don't fucking touch me yes and like with like body weight like I, i'm just like she's me and like if you have a problem like i don't really care and what honestly helped me with like in my like body like weight and shape was becoming like not insecure about my body hair that has always been my biggest 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 insecurity yeah because like in high school everyone would just like call me like everything under the sun and it's like i'm an italian hair you go sorry i'm an italian girly you know yeah we we grow it like no it's it's literally like my boyfriend will sometimes be like i'll be like you need to do your eyebrows or something and like poking fun at him and and he'll be like not unless you do your mustache (laughs) and i'm like dead ass like and i've never been like a big like i've always been like a pluck girly if i feel like it i'm never big like wax like that kind of stuff like and all for the girlies who do like i don't care what people do i'm team do whatever the fuck you want to yourself if it's not harming me i don't give a shit what you do but like for me that's just like how i handle it and i've i've really grown to just be like slay yeah guess what it's no one else's business but your own exactly and uh like it's a conversation you had a conversation with your boyfriend because he's the one who's kissing you on the mouth yeah like uh, that's a conversation and you also, guys should it have was like a jokey silly yeah. thing where i was like do your eyebrows and he was like do your mustache and i yeah, was like okay t like <laughs> yeah but it was just like funny and like i was like honestly like i also like then i was like i pretended to be hurt and he was like you know i don't care like i yeah i also just think that in terms of dating because a lot of women i think feel pressured with body care because of dating i'm like the right person really isn't gonna care yeah and you're Trust me, you're happy to weed out those shitty people. Oh, yeah, like, like, if you, someone... Like, oh, my God. Sorry, just, like, I am t- I hate dating. I'm terrible at dating. But, dude, like, I would rather be single the rest of my life than go on a date with, like, a man that I just don't like. And oh, also, yeah. like, uh, open your dating mind, and you will also, like... No, it's it's the kind of start thing of, like, we're all, we alter ourselves pretty consistently for other people and their approval. But, like, what I've realized is, like, if... Let, so you want to embrace your body hair that's something that you want to do yeah. why would you then want to also date somebody who wanted you to not be yourself do you exactly. know what i mean like i'm not that's that's something i'm trying i that's i'm not about that like yeah i'm done if so if nobody's like i feel and i feel like it's like something we hear all the time but like literally listen to me if you're listening to me listen to me now on your at least for your body nobody else's opinion that matters but your own exactly about anything about your it haircut, doesn't matter about you can go outside looking ugly you can go outside looking not showering for five days literally who cares and if yeah. you pull the look once everybody knows you can pull a look exactly you don't need to prove it to them all the time no. like you're not wasting your glamour I and your totally glitz on agree. them like, i also always say like as long as you are not harming yourself or others people really don't have the right yeah and i'm like that's like girl why are you wasting your time and energy on me yeah it's like, so sad and like weird. last night i got a comment on one of my tiktoks i made a tiktok um style dressing in Aaliyah core i don't know if you follow oh Aaliyah yeah 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 obsessed with so her. good um that video actually brought some like really fun discourse to my page i really, really? liked yeah because a lot of people were being really sweet about like oh like i love how you like um did this in your style it's reminding me of this and i really like like those are the conversations i really like to start with fashion like yeah 
and those are the kind i'm sorry but those are the kind of the conversations you're not starting by doing like an aritzia sheen haul like yeah no i totally agree with you and it's also just my kind of thing is like if if you're the consumer on tiktok that wants to watch a girly open all her lululemon go for it like i'm not saying that yeah. you can't but then don't shit on people who are embracing personal style like that's what no. you like and you're allowed to like that like you are allowed to be the lululemon aritzia girly like take it run with it true but what you cannot do is then go shit all over someone who's exploring personal style yeah but i also just i don't know like it's just hard for me to really watch those like big oh yeah i don't watch those yeah i'm like oh not the big hauls i'm just talking about a girl who likes oh Aritzia yeah that wears it yeah yeah i'm like go oh, off oh yeah the See. big haul videos are problematic <laughs> true sorry that like just got me thinking i was like no i like they just like give me the ick now and like oh, yeah it's not good no um and i do like feel like i don't know if i was gonna be in trouble but like i feel like those the style of girlies go hand in hand yeah um and i just like wish for them like i just want them to embrace their personal style too because there's always something yeah. i just know there is something unique about everybody that you can present yeah. in your personal style if you like the color green wear the color green exactly why are you wearing black every day yeah and like, it's it's so true and i always feel like i don't know like i whenever i'm feeling insecure about something i'm wearing i also remember that like when I see someone who took a fashion risk and they walk in a room and you and they are they are giving off like the utmost confidence, it is very clear to me that they are confident that I can't fuck with them, that they are the it girl of the moment. Even if they're feeling so insecure, but if they're giving off this air of like, I picked this fit, I am slaying, this is my fucking moment, I believe it. And so I always try yeah. to just remind myself of that, like just walk in with confidence. Yeah, and you just like I just always I'm always like, oh they like if they're dressing that fun, they just must be so fun. Like, yeah. I want to get to know them. And it's, like, a conversation starter. Exactly. And, like, but also, like, if you... Same with, like, right now, you're wearing... You were, like, I'm coming in from the gym. Like, da 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 But, yeah. like, you're wearing a Montauk sweatshirt and you're wearing a, a Vols hat. Like, you... Like, that's a conversation starter. You're <laughs> no, still exactly. making a choice. Like, yeah. I sound, like, so, like, Miranda Priestly. Like, da-da-da-da, you picked the cerulean blue. But, like, it's no, true. No, I always... I love that scene. And because I always think about it, like... I love to wear, I wear a lot of baseball hats and I used to wear, I used to dress like this. If you guys can't see, I'm wearing Hoka's yeah. leggings, a sports bra, a giant sweatshirt that's like actually to my knees and a baseball hat. I used to dress like this every day in college and I haven't even oh. gone to the gym yet, but in college I would go, I would go to class, go to the gym, change into the same outfit again after I showered and then go back to class. It's just I like how that. I like to dress, but I have a huge collection of ball, baseball hats and I love when that's people so talk cute. to me about that kind of stuff, but also like I really don't care. This is how uncomfortable. I don't dress like this a ton anymore, but this literally used to be my daily, like, no, fucking I uniform. And honestly, like, I'm comfortable like this. I don't need to be wearing um 10 matching sets every day of the week with a matching sweatshirt from Lululemon. Like, I don't need to be like that. And I don't exactly. care. And if anyone has an opinion about how I'm dressed, okay, I don't, I didn't ask for it. Right? Like, y and you said you're not a fashion girly, so, like, it's it's not like my number one but like i do like fashion like i feel like two things you do be like true. fashion because i love that what was it the chloe headband that you got oh yes the celine headband oh, Celine headband. I, I love that headband i am obsessed i'm gonna wear that headband it. tonight i i've been trying to like branch out and like get pieces like when i was in um barcelona with my boyfriend like a year ago now um i we went into this shop and it was like all handmade like in barcelona and are you talking about that purple sweater the purple sweater yeah, yeah with the I know fringe exactly all over it and he <laughs> and, I, and i spent like i immediately spent like 150 euro on it because it was handmade and like it's a piece yeah, that's girl. just from there and he was he was like wondering like about it like he was just like he's not fashion at all he was like i'm just curious like 
why and i was like because like when you when you build a closet you do all your basics and then you have pieces yeah. and the pieces elevate things so like all my basics are like my jeans and white tank tops and white long sleeve yeah. and oxford shirts and, and then, you got it you're done and then i'm done with that that's like capsule but on to make it fun i like to have pieces like the headband or like a cool pair of shoes or like that sweater that yeah. i love and i don't wear it every day but i bring it out when i'm like okay this is the moment for this piece yeah. i feel like that's i don't know like i've been trying to kind of explore that more yeah and that's how like there's everyone always has like a way that they style. like you like to save like pieces like for special occasions and i do that with some things too but then like yeah. i've also started to like i've switched from not doing that because i've started to do that too much and like starting to like push away like my style and like when like brands would like ask me to pick things i'd be always picking the black shoe yeah i didn't want the black shoe but i'm like oh i could probably wear with everything and i'm gonna like it forever and i'm like yeah no but i don't like it now like, yeah exactly <laughs> what am i trying to do um but yeah i would actually encourage you to wear more more of those things more yeah because like what if you die tomorrow you're so right that's what i always say like say yes if you can i just feel like i always live in that mindset and i feel like it's a careful balance of being practical and realistic and saying what if i die tomorrow that's really like interesting to hear from you because i do like i know we grew up very differently like yeah. i grew up very like i grew up in very rural upstate new york like my parents i grew up on a sheep farm like we don't have wait i want to come to the sheep farm oh my god we don't have any sheep anymore <gasps> but we have chickens <gasps> please bring me oh my god okay yeah we'll make a trip <laughs> we, we would be so cute farming oh my god we could do like trip. simple life girly farming trip stop wait okay i'm done come on <laughs> Uh, my mom your parents i'm nicole love your parents i'm nicole yeah, because we're from new jersey girl it's, like we have to it would give also yeah. i want to meet your mom but continue um but yeah but so that's interesting i feel the same exact way i have a lot of like money anxiety and i feel like i i try to save my money whenever i can and i'm yeah. oh, and there's always like a voice in my head that's like you can save money yeah but and it's like stopped me from doing things before but i'm like girl like it's you, go get dinner like it's yeah. not like that big of a deal i think it's like there's a balance because a lot i i think about like a lot of people i think talk about scarcity mindset on tiktok and i've learned a lot from them and when they work through it they talk about that balance of like i want to be able to treat myself and yeah. not feel guilty oh that's what i'm working through yeah, right now girl. right <laughs> and it's like you want to say yes to going to the movies or grabbing dinner every once in a while you've been staring at that pair of shoes and you can afford them i'm gonna treat myself to them i feel like it's striking a balance yeah. because i i'm pretty good at it now though like i love to shop but i will go and shop and put things back and be like you don't i did it yesterday i was like in a couple stores and i was holding things and i was like i do not need this this yeah. is not worth it i need to put that money away instead i think it's like striking that balance and especially with yeah. fashion like you know built when you're building your wardrobe and you're picking out these pieces like doing again what you said of like picking the pieces that you want and going for the gold and like the bold but at the same time being a little practical too at the, like you know balancing that yeah and like if <laughs> like a way that i've like cheated around like that kind of stuff is like i love to thrift so oh like, yeah i want to ask that. it's like a way that i like can shop without feeling guilty yeah it's like like cheaper here yeah. not as good so uh, before we get into the thrifting because oh, i yeah, have yeah. some com questions about that i wanted to ask like so you come from this farm life upstate oh, yeah. new york kind of different than the city what has it been like being in this like new york tiktok scene i don't know how much you sort of like involve yourself in it or not it's been okay it's been like weird because i'm on like i'm in a very certain sector of new york yeah TikTok. i feel like similarly because i get grouped in 
as being like one of the New York City influencers, mm -hmm. but I also am like a theater kid who's like always going to these theater events yeah. and like yeah, me too. And I'm like, I'm like fucking around with you at that. You know yeah. what I mean? So I'm like, I don't know. And like, I don't know if I necessarily like. I'm not good at influencing in the way those influencers are good. At I'm that. not good either. At like I and I love watching their content. Trust me, my ass is high in bed, like scrolling Same. that shit, being like, this oh. is the most aesthetic, gorgeous fucking vlog I've ever seen in my life. And I don't. There's no like nothing like i don't want to be them and they don't want to be me but we can really respect each other's content but i feel like when i get grouped in with them i'm like i'm not good at no um influencing yeah i'm like <laughs> i'm not like an, i'm like why do my pictures not turn out like that i know like, like my pictures are not <laughs> and then the, the edits i'm like fuck how did we do this like yeah. i i could maybe level up but i feel like my strengths are in other places and their strengths are in other places too yeah and i'm like also like a perfectionist so i want everything to be perfect so i cannot like i just have to like post it and go because yeah. i can't or else they're there for You're hours standing like, there for tweaking yeah. and like an instagram story where i'm posting a literal song i'm like girl what does it matter just relax like so just relax how has it been being in sort of like the scene um so crazy because like I literally blame it all on you because I met you at that Her Campus event at FIT and you're like, are you doing this full time yet? And I was like, no. And you're like, you're gonna be. Yeah. And I was like, you gotta. Damn, okay. I guess like, I just, like, <laughs> I just think you're su such a star. And like, Thank you. honestly, like things get like pretty homogeneous in the space. I think like mm -hmm. things like look the same people go to the same events people dress yeah. the same. And again, like slay, like I never yuck other people's yum, but I kind of like, I found such a solace in your content and oh, I wanted you to you. be able to explore that if you were able. Oh my gosh. Thank you. I, okay. Yeah. Like my approach to my content is just like, I like really just tried to make it like as me as possible. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't want it to be fake and I don't ever want to come off fake. And it just like takes too much energy also to do, to be fake. I don't yeah. have the brain capacity to do that. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, like, I just feel like I have always been like a talkative, like, open chatty person girl. chatty girl yeah and i was like why don't i just like i just gotta do that like more and more on the internet and when people started to like resonate with it i was like okay like i'm just gonna do me like i it, the th times that i try to do like the trendy little vlog videos of like events and like yeah. those kind of things those are my videos that do wor the worst yeah like the videos that i'm trying to be everybody else yeah and i think it's also just like i don't know i love monet mcmichael she's one of my favorite tiktokers like huge tiktoker her oh my god i also like here's the thing she's from i jersey. feel like i follow so many people but i also follow nobody okay like, she's from jersey you have to look at her but she's like aesthetic as fuck her videos editing is chef's oh kiss gosh. her makeup is so, but it's like i sometimes would get in my brain like i should make videos like that but it's like number one that's not my strong suit and it's yeah. definitely hers number two i don't want to i have to remind myself consistently you don't want to be someone else like that is monet and the yeah. reason she's so successful is because she is being herself Her, online yeah, exactly and it's so and the reason i love watching it is because i love watching somebody be themselves exactly exactly yeah and like i like i feel like you're way more into the aesthetic like tiktoks than i am because sometimes they like give me anxiety yeah because <laughs> i'm like oh my gosh how long did this take them i'm like thinking about like yeah, the behind no, the i think about thing, that all the like, time i'm like how'd they video this but part of me just lets go and is like enjoy the uh, enjoy the relaxation that they're providing me right now th that's how i feel about like um like organization videos oh like the ones where they do the mini fridges not the mini fridges i like the ones where like 
they are bad like where they buy like a billion little minis of things and put them yeah. in little drawers like i know like yeah those are bad overconsumption videos yeah. but oh man do i love them but it's just like it's like relaxing. sometimes i'm like i'm not gonna do this i'm not gonna condone it i'm not gonna support it i will watch no it. and i'm like i'm not organizing my drawers like that ever yeah i don't have that shit or the person or that lady who has like the seventeen thousand kinds of ice cubes oh it? yeah that's crazy those or, rose ice cubes they're so yeah cute. there's just like a lot of things that are like low-key problematic happening on the app that i'm like yeah you know we got bigger fish to fry so i am gonna watch this lady organize her drawer right like i like i need a break from like just talking uh, i feel i said this to my friend the other day i feel like tiktok recently has become like a blackboard discussion post like oh, <laughs> i say it every week on this podcast i am done with the fucking discourse right i'm like over we it. do not i'm like get a grip and listen every now and then if you have something absolutely novel to say on a concept please provide me with it i want to hear it i don't give a fuck what you think about fucking michaela lying about her mascara oh my God, and literally. i couldn't get away from it i was like can i block a concept because no literally every video was like here's my take and i was like that i, I, did, I had don't to, want your take i had to scroll away because i knew that was the only way tiktok would know i wouldn't like it like if i had to scroll away here's the truth about what happened influencers should be honest and should they be held accountable 100 have you ever seen a commercial on tv in your life i think somebody was knocking but i'm not sure which can keep going. <laughs> have you ever seen a TV commercial in your entire life? Yes, you have. Yeah. They were lying. Number three, two things can be true at once. We, as a collective body in society, if we put all the energy that was dedicated to that to like solving an actual issue, we probably could have solved it. Yeah. And like, okay, my my problem with it was like I didn't like that she commented in the comments, but also yeah. I do know that L'Oreal is one of the companies that do pay us influencers as well. I worked with them before. Yeah. Like they they're really nice and they pay us really well. So I was like, I noticed it, but I was like oh get your coin because I, I know she's getting like, her coin it's a drop in the damn bucket like these people that are attacking her are like excited for her demise the oh, people giving commentary are, like excited and i'm like why are you excited to watch a woman fail that's what i'm like i was just saying like this is like somebody else too we i'm so sick of everyone like rooting for women up until a certain point and they get successful and then like everyone just turns on them I'm it's so annoying it. and that's what that's the thing i'm most anxious for yeah like, i'm like okay like yeah like my platform's going blah 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 but i'm like don't do that to me guys please don't <laughs> it's like inevitable like it's like consistently inevitable and and calling on jeffree star uh, girl please. no i was like guys how does this make sense your favorite influencer lied potentially yeah, i'm like review so the now ethics, you're girl. gonna be like let's support this racist they were honest tell yeah. me what the fuck that is like that's not it yeah and also like speaking of discourse um don't tag fat creators if something fat is happening and you want them to talk about it don't do that so it's just like that's actually what? very very annoying it yeah. happens a lot no. um and especially for me i make commentary videos sometimes like you know um there are specific topics that really piss me off <laughs> Yeah. Um, but other than that, I don't like to make the discourse videos. Cause I don't just, I, 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 it just invites too much negativity for me. And I oh, just can't deal with that it's, space. It's insane. It's insane. It's, it's like, oh, and I don't, I don't know. I just don't want to like, I don't want to have to same with like body hair and stuff. Like I, just because like I have it and like, I am that, like, I, I, I want to, I, I'm a, fashion, I'm a fashion TikToker. Like and you wouldn't be doing that to any of your skinny like fashion influencers so like yeah. don't do it to me no it's it's actually so fucked and i so agree with you i'm glad you said that because every week on the podcast i say like we're done with the commentary like yeah please relax like i want like, like it needs to be like like 
if it matters to you, then do it. And it but needs like, to if be... It, if it doesn't, like, matter to you, then, like, why are you even talking about it? It needs to be the most, like, wonderfully said thing. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Write it in your journal. There are There are videos all the time of creators who like micro creators or just like people on the app who make videos like shitting on influencers. I've seen them so many times. I'm being so scared like, of this being person is this person dresses horrible. This person's ugly. Like I could do it better. And I'm like, then do it better. We didn't need the video. Yeah, And like, and I hate when like y- you say that and then everyone's like, well, this is your job. And this is da, da, da. I'm like, well, also people like need to stop being rude Wait, online. Like um, don't cyber bullying. I'm sorry. Cyberbullying didn't come with a job description. No. What don't be does a bully. is yes, you have a responsibility. So you deserve accountability if something happens or if you post something and someone from a community or just someone is like, "Hey, this wasn't cool." 100% great. Yeah. To just be like, "You're so fucking ugly." That does not come with the territory no. of any job. I cannot no. express it enough. And like the like very pointed like pointing out things like aspects of your body. That, like, you've or never, like, ever, 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 ever noticed. And they're like, yeah. oh, like, that's interesting. And I'm like, that's so mm, interesting. Don't like, talk about it. Like, I'm like, like, I didn't even notice that my nose, like, did this or whatever. Yeah, like, I'm like, what's wrong with you? Or my favorite comments are, that's not it, girl. What does that mean? I'm like, okay. What does that mean? Literally, like, when I, you come up to me on the street and to my face go, that's not it, girl. That's right. Like, I have recently started to comment back. At, like, I've got a lot of, like, bratty teens who will, yeah, like, be like, that's not it. And I'm like. I'll just be bratty back because it's like, girl, you're commenting on it. Like, thanks for like helping me out because that's yeah. the only thing you're doing. Like, you're not you're helping me. You're not hurting me. <laughs> yeah, I'm so over it. So you've had a pretty good time on TikTok. Yeah, I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm very good as a whole of like ignoring hate. So I think yeah. that's. I I went into it with a good headspace with that. Yeah, so that's why I'm like chilling. I totally agree. So let's talk a little bit about personal style and have you always yes. kind of felt like you had personal style and were kind of like in that in that space or do you did you feel like it was something that you've kind of explored? Yeah, it's definitely like uh, fashion has always been like uh, my thing. Fashion yeah. has always been like what I loved. I've always loved. I, I wanted to go for fashion design. I wanted to be a fashion design yeah. designer my whole growing up. I would sketch. I would do everything. Yeah. And then high school came around, and then it was like, everyone's trying to be logistical. Yeah. So then I, like, kind of stopped doing that. Um, but I also grew up, like, thrifting and stuff. Yeah. Um, and loving. I love vintage everything. I like yeah. vintage, like, accessories. I love vintage clothes. I love vintage furniture. And, like, finding vintage in plus size now is a little hard. So that's, like yeah it's more it's more fun for me because it's just kind of like i like the search yeah so i don't like going to like curated it's places like therapeutic for you yeah um but yeah i don't i also like things that are unique yeah so i kind of like have some weird complex in my brain it's like i want to thrift it because nobody else will have it yeah no <laughs> i totally get that so where do you like to thrift in new york Mm, that is a hard question um l train i was just there last night they're like okay they're like the good cheap option yeah um because thrifting in the city that is like i have tea to tell you like after the podcast that i can't yeah (laughs) life change is happening but um that has to do with thrifting yeah um but where else like there was this one thrift store i don't know if it's there anymore i haven't been in ages but there was this thrift store in bushwick that was in a uh, old church that oh. was like the roof was breaking down and interesting it was kind of set up like a flea market on the oh, inside 
with like the roof literally like covered by like a tarp that sounds cute yeah it was really fun i got a gucci bag there for five dollars okay so i my roommate last night so i've been looking for something to wear on like valentine's day and stuff and i've been like kind of struggling like i did all my typical things i looked at like and other stories paloma wool i looked at like every place i've ever shopped in my life just couldn't find anything that spoke to me she said there's a a thrift store called lara collegi collegi and hopefully this isn't wrong this is just like the link she sent me oh i i actually do like i just remembered another one i do love um tired thrift in greenpoint okay i love thank you for i'm gonna see what this is Lara they um yeah they're like a vintage clothing store on in the lower east side yeah the lower east side has a really good thrifting like um cure used to be there but they moved so i don't know I think I've actually been to this one. I recommend Lara Collegi, but yeah, I've never been there. Um, question for you about thrifting. So I see a lot of like thrifting discourse that like goes in two waves. I see a lot of people talking about like how thrifting culture has gotten out of control because now the people that actually need to thrift because they can't afford any other method of buying clothes are at a loss of clothes. I've seen that um, kind of discourse. I've seen discourse discounting that. Then I've seen discourse about. Okay people buying clothes that are way oversized for them because that's how they like to wear them. But then it takes away from the fact that there's not a lot of options for plus size people. Can you talk to all of that discourse? Yeah. <laughs> not I'm, to bring up discourse. No, but I do feel like I can talk about this because like, not you have for a thr- nothing, like I, yeah. I am a thrift. Thr- She's queen the queen of thrift. Yeah. But I also do have like a fashion business degree. So I yeah. do know the actual like ethics behind this. Yeah. Um, there, we're not running out of thrifted clothes. Uh, clothing waste is the number one like polluter of, the earth like so don't shop at sheen don't shop at sheen it's and also like producing clothes makes like uses so much water yeah so thrifting is very very good keep thrifting stop thrifting things and not in your size like that's that's a real tea stop thrifting plus size clothes there's already like everything is pretty much like really really ugly um so stop 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 please please stop people really need to stop it's like uh like okay i'm not talking about like a size above or a size uh, yeah not talking about like if you got a medium because you like to wear it a little big we're talking about like purposefully going out of your way to buy clothes multiple sizes out of your size range yeah like which are not intended for you yeah like if you are not don't ever wear like a size with an x in it like maybe you shouldn't be wearing an x besides if you're like a large yeah um because like yeah you know that shopping is hard for fat people like yeah it's not a secret um and shopping for cheap clothes is not easy yeah for fat people so just stop doing it like period it's not that hard yeah (laughs) like that's that's what i have to say about it yeah but yeah the the thing about i hate hearing the thing about they're taking away clothes from less fortunate people the reason that i see that a lot and then i see people debunking it but i want to ask you because i felt like you would know no yeah that's not true because the the reason that prices are going up at like the thrift store because that's what people are saying that is because like the prices at goodwill and stuff they're major corporations that um just go with like inflation and shit yeah they're first of all goodwill's not a good company sorry but um yeah like it it's the reason the prices are rising is because the economy sucks right now. Yeah. <laughs> That's another truth. end of story. So kind of to finish us off before I ask you where you, we can find you. I wanted to ask you something that we wouldn't know about you from the internet. So this is a hard question for me to answer. And I never like, I'm like, fuck, they know everything. Uh, but what's something that maybe people wouldn't know about you from the internet, 
Or like they could find it, but it would take them scrolling back to like a niche video or something. Damn, I, I used to. I literally used to. Sheep farm and pageants. Those oh are my usually God. my go-to. Come up with another. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It could also just be a fun Okay, fact. random. Um, in sixth grade, I held um, a hula hoop uh, world record in huh? my... Not world record. <laughs> school record. <laughs> world fucking record like, holder on the podcast. This, hey. this is my first world record holder hey, live Guinness. on the podcast. Call me if yeah. you want me to hula hoop for you. Oh my god, I'm dead. No, but I... <laughs> I'm like we record. got a world record holder in the house, bitches. I, I honestly <laughs> like I feel like I could do it. So you might be able to. I hooped for 45 minutes straight. Oh fuck, which is kind of long, right? My, for sixth grade. Do you remember third grade? Do you remember like talent? Like I don't know if you had. Did you go to public school? Yeah. Okay, so public schools had this thing where it was like talent, and it would be like at lunch you could sign up and like show your talent. No. And so people would like sing. People would like dance. People would like. Do whatever they want for talent in front of the whole school. And my That's brother, cool. my brother, like, so both me and my other brother had, like, sang. I had signed up for talent with my friends and, like, put on dances and stuff. Oh, and then my I other brother, like, wanted to sign up for talent. So he hula hooped. <laughs> He's pretty good. Though. Oh, my God. We should do a routine together. <laughs> I know. Seriously. My brother, like, literally, like, literally went up there in front of everybody and hula hooped. That was his talent. That's. I'm like, fuck yeah. That's so fun to do at a school. Like, I know. Talent. Dinner, little lunch and a show. Lunch and a show. It was so lunch and a show. I was like, it was giving like. It's giving 54 like, below. It was honestly giving like <laughs> Ellen Stardust Diner vibes. Like, it was so good. Like, I unironically love that place. Oh, yeah. I love it too. Like, I want to go there. A, a lot of I kind of want to perform there. Like, should we just go? Like, no, I yeah. want to go. I made a video. I don't know if you saw about how the people I love most in the world are middle-aged women who are the backbones of their local community theaters. Oh, yeah. And I got a comment being like, because I ended up saying like, I have these like crazy aspirations for my life and sometimes I feel like I'm doing too much and I just want to go back and like live the simple life. And somebody was like, this is so fucking condescending. And I was like, no, I'm saying that they did it right. Like I'm saying I have mental health problems and they're relaxing yeah. and playing Mama Rose in a production of Gypsy in the middle of nowhere. Like that's what I want for my life. Like they seem content and what I'm not, I'm not trying to be condescending. I'm saying their life is better than mine. Yeah, and like you, it's always like it's such like a grass greener thing because like yeah. now like I I have been thinking about that a lot. Yeah, and I'm like oh like it, it, like should just we so, just like oh yeah I'm like should we just like go open a community theater like I long for that like me I want that. And I'm oh. and listen, I love my life, like, and I am so ambitious, and it's probably my biggest downfall, like. But all I want to do is put on a production of. But Dive at the and same Dolls. time, I I want to <laughs> I want to put on a production of Grease, like I really do, and I want I don't want it to be that good yeah, either. Yeah, I don't know why I said Guys and Dolls, like. Guys I don't and like Guys and yeah, Dolls. Yeah, it's like decently horrible musical, but like yeah. that's my personal opinion. Um, okay, I so I saw it once in third grade. I don't know. So you just got triggered because I said because um, we we're talking about talent, and you just thought third grade lunchtime yeah. talent no but Greece is so i wasn't allowed to do Greece in my high school because i hope she doesn't listen to this but she probably <laughs> if you're listening but my my old theater director like she had a lot of opinions um and oh. we weren't allowed to do it because it was all about teenagers getting laid and i said i mean my best friend's catholic high school just did it so i yeah, think all public I, also it's it. like come on I mean, like, justice for Greece. I know. We also could have do Legally Blonde because she said, oh, my God, you guys. Oh, okay. So you were there. Because my high school did. Girl, I'm from Royal Yeehaw My Town. high school did Bonnie and Clyde. Like, Yeah. I, we when I heard that, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> there was, like, a lot of, there was shit happening. Like, yeah. we also did Young Frankenstein, and I played, like, the one that, like, fucks the Frankenstein, Link in the Cave. Yeah, no, and that her song not is, fly. please don't 
touch me and it's like about like how she's like so I sexy man so so long i was like the um i was typecast as like the sex character i love that and i love that for me but where can we find you oh on the world wide web okay you can find me at molly underscore damato on instagram love it snickety buckets on tiktok love and it and uh follow me uh, subscribe to me on youtube too just look up molly damato i think you can find me um i'm gonna start the vlog so wonderful well thank you so much we love <laughs> thank you, you for having me. and thanks for listening guys yeah thank you guys bye. i love you bye